The Smash Daily Podcast, weekdays on 1071 The Big Z, radio for the Riverbend. and everyone that might happen to be alive at this particular point in time. Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. Huge howdy to the High Holy Three. And Lady Chop Chop, I love you. Smash with you here. Hold on. Got to shift my headphones. I keep forgetting to buy new headphones. I cracked my headphones the other day, split in half. So I got one uh, ear's worth of headphone going on. But hey, it don't make me bad people. Nice and easy going. Boy, President's got that, uh, what's he got, uh, that 100 days in office speech or whatever they got going tonight. I tell you, I, I will thank the President that he didn't do his speech tomorrow night because that's the night of the NFL draft. I don't hear none of this stuff. I'll see who gets drafted where. In fact, coming up, uh, what, 15 minutes from now, Carl Sides. We'll be here with the sides line. He's going to make his predictions. Top 10 as to who is going to go in the draft. And I know they got like five big-time quarterbacks getting ready to go his first year. I can remember that. This many quarterbacks going at any particular one time. But that's that's tomorrow. But Carl will be on today with his prediction. Now, thank you, Mr. President, for not doing a speech tomorrow. Because I tell you what, I don't think anybody will be watching you tomorrow. Because we want to see what the uh, NFL draft brings. And definitely want to see what happens to Deshaun uh, Watson. Because that dude was like heavy duty as far as trade capabilities concerned. Now who wants him? He's got all these allegations of sexual misconduct going at him. And see, that's, that's, that's the problem with America. It's all allegations. The news is allegations. The news ain't if the allegation ain't true what has happened to the ruination of the guy or the girl's life that you alligated on. So that's the problem with America. Everybody goes on allegations. Ain't nobody waiting for the truth. Because we don't know what the truth is anymore. That's why. So you might as well go alligate. Whatever. Anyway, President, tonight, I don't know what time it is. What, 7, 8 o'clock, something like that. Like usually, this is a big day in the history of, uh, of the world as far as we know it few things I'm going to lay them down for you here. First of all, this was the day in, uh, shoot, was it 67, something like that, that Muhammad Ali refused induction into the military armed forces, citing the fact that he as a black Muslim, because he had recently joined the, the black Muslims, 
and he now is a black Muslim. That his religion didn't play to it. Plus, he didn't believe in it. He didn't want to go a man of color to another country murdering other folks of color who really had nothing to do with any of this stuff is the politicians' war. So in a way, it's kind of like, wow, that's balls to the wall right there. Way to go, Muhammad Ali. That's the way it sounded and came down. Friday in Houston was the champion's moment of truth. He showed up at the induction center but refused to step forward, bringing on the threat of prison and a shattered career. But Ali's attorney, Hayden Covington, told ABC's Howard Cassell he's confident the champ ultimately will win this fight too. I think if we have 90% to 10 what is the Absolute. ultimate success? Now, I'm talking about at the top court. I don't know where we're going to wind up in this thing. On the specific basis, what you expect to emerge victorious in the ultimate in the United States Supreme Court is that the champion is a black Muslim minister. That is exactly right, sir. About 20 of Ali's supporters marched outside the old post office building. While he himself was inside undergoing preliminary processing, then came word of the champion's refusal. Minutes later, Ali spoke briefly to newsmen. All I have here is a, a statements that I have prepared. Statements that I have prepared, answering all of your questions on future fights. Come on, Eddie. The future period. Anything you can think of. Uh, I have the statements, and I have them to be released now. Could you say briefly why you declined? No, I will not say nothing. It's all in here. Immediately afterward, Ali joined sports reporter Cosell in the lobby of his hotel. As you know, the heavyweight champion of the world has just made his decision. He has rejected induction into the United States military forces. It is also his personal choice at this time to issue no statements to talk to no one, though he has consented to sit here before this camera with this reporter. He has issued a written statement, however, a copy of which I have in my hand, and the nub of which is simply this. He has taken the action that he has taken based upon his personal convictions and with a full realization of the implications and possible consequences. The champion was not nearly so reluctant a week earlier to spell out his reasons in person. In Louisville, Kentucky, he spoke out loud and clear. And I will say here boldly, now on television, no, I will not go 10,000 miles from here to help murder and kill another poor people simply to continue the domination of white slave masters over the darker people of the earth. Sometimes when a man refuses because of religious beliefs to go into the service and wear a uniform, the government will assign them to work possibly in a hospital, a federal hospital or something like this, as a civilian. Would you agree to this? No, sir. I don't, I don't, no, sir, I won't participate. No, sir, I'm a minister, preacher from the stand, or rostrum. I don't, I'm not a marcher. Mm -hmm. But I will say, uh, uh, here that I have in my press release, that I've said it once and I will say it again. The real enemies of my people are right here, not in Vietnam. And uh, we who follow the most honorable Elijah Muhammad take no parts in wars, as the Holy Quran teaches us. We take parts in no wars, 
on the side of infidels or Christians or non-believers in Islam. No wars unless it's declared by Almighty God, Allah himself, or his messenger. So uh, the thing is, uh, what type punishment or what type persecution would I receive here in America for my religion? That's the whole point. But, Champ, if the Honorable Elijah Muhammad advised you to go into the service... He, he don't advise he, he us. Would. He don't advise us nothing of what to do. This is a test that all Muslims go through. As the Holy Quran teaches us, who is he to say that he believes and not be tried? We all must be tested and tried by Allah to see if we are sincere in faith, even if it means face machine gun fire, so I'm ready to die. Many civil rights leaders were not anxious to comment on Muhammad Ali's action. However, Dr. Martin Luther King promptly defended the heavyweight champion. Do you think that uh, Cassius Clay is morally justified in opposing the draft as far as he says he will take it? Oh, I certainly do. Uh, I think that he's doing what he is doing on the basis of conscience. I've talked with him about it, and I think he's absolutely uh, sincere. And uh, when you speak of the moral justification for it, that's one thing, and that's the highest and best justification, but it's also legally justified to be a conscientious objector. This is guaranteed by the Selective Service Act, and this is what he is contending uh, that he is, a conscientious objector to war in general and to this particular war in Vietnam, and I would strongly uh, endorse his actions on the basis of conscience. I would not dare stand in the way of one who on the basis of moral conscience takes a position as he is presently taking. It was an interesting time to say the least because now, based on the fact that Muhammad Ali, this is back in 1967, all that that you heard right there, Muhammad Ali is not going to go into the U.S. Armed Forces and go to Vietnam and fight. It's kind of like, Wow. If we get on this dude for that, there's going to be more that's not going to go over to Vietnam and fight. And that's both black and white. Remember all those protest marches? That was a crazy, crazy time, a terrible time in a way, too. And then the vets, they came back. Society didn't treat them with any kind of respect, honor, and dignity. Do now. Thank you for your service, all that. But boy, back then, man, I was tough on that. And the crazy part about it, they were just following orders of the U.S. government. This was a politician's war, war of BS. <laughs> just better just back off. Ah, I get a little too deep, deep, deep. Mark Kaysen will be in here. He is one of the political uh, advisors to the Smash Daily program here. He leans to the left, but that don't make him bad people. Some good birthdays here on this particular date. Let's go on this date in, well, yeah, in, uh, I, I can't count back that far. But 71 years old today is Jay Leno. No, that's fine. Thank you. That's very kind. Now, here's a story you may have heard. Ikea opened a superstore in Thailand. And the hottest selling item in this Ikea superstore in Thailand is this bed called the Redalin. But apparently the word Redalin has a sexual connotation in Thailand. And the people of Thailand say they are shocked and offended that Ikea is selling this bed with a sexual connotation. And you know, they might have a point if the store wasn't located in Bangkok. See? <laughs> see, 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 see. 
a scientist named Neil deGrasse Tyson. Very, very distinguished. Yeah, well, he, uh, he's been doing a lot of the Sunday morning talk shows complaining about the inaccuracy of science fiction films. Like he said, he liked the movie Gravity, but as a scientist, the inaccuracies in the film ruined it for him. Like he said in one scene, the space debris is coming from the wrong direction, and that inaccuracy ruined the movie for him. Hey, how about this inaccuracy, okay? The astronauts are Sandra Bullock and George Clooney, okay? That, how'd that send, up a, that send up a red flag? I always like it when the NFL uh, players' lawyers try to mitigate the circumstances. Like, remember a while back, what was his name? 55-year-old Lawrence Taylor, NFL Hall of Famer, former New York Giant, convicted of having sex with a 15-year-old prostitute. But Lawrence Taylor's lawyer said after the trial, he did not have sex with the 15-year-old girl. He said he masturbated in front of her. So I think we all owe Mr. Taylor an apology. <laughs> well, I mean, here I was thinking it was some kind of a sleazeball. No. Jay Leno, of course. So many great laughs. Jay Leno through the years, 71 years old today. Jay Leno got jacked off, I jacked around. Big time by NBC. And I got to tell you what, the way he came back and took his gig back from Conan O'Brien, I thought that was magnificent. That's show business, working. And don't feel sorry for Conan O'Brien, all right? Conan O'Brien went to work for what, TBS or whoever it was? He's making 15 mil a year. I said, don't feel sorry about Conan O'Brien. Way to go, Jay Leno. Got his show back for a little while until Jimmy Fallon uh, got dubbed the new... King, I'm tell you another birthday here today. <laughs> Anne Margaret, she was the finest of the fine. Now I know what leggings are. I think she was one of the first girls to wear leggings all the time. Because she was a dancer and a singer. Listen to a little bit of her, her singing. Anne Margaret, 80 years old today. The next time I'll know the rules. Next time, won't play the fool. Next time, I won't make the same mistake. Not twice. Not next time, I'll play it smart. Next time, I'll watch my heart. Next time, and keep it from skating on that old thin ice. I say never, the more I'm so clever, the more you can make my pressure glide. Anne Margaret, 80 years old today. And one of the great things about Anne Margaret was that she was uh, the co-star to Elvis Presley in this Movie right here, the title song they're from. Listen to the Smash Ellie podcast anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Spotify and the new home at Amazon Music. Smashdaily.com. Who's hungry? I'm hungry. 
real hungry when I'm hungry. I don't get hangry. I just get hungry. But to a different dynamic than the actuality of hangry. So I ain't mad about nothing. So I go. Sometimes to Creve Corps, most of the time, because I live out that way. And or Etwoodsville. And I got to tell you what the name of this place? Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores has the food of the Gulf Shores. A lot of seafood. Oh, if you like, you know, the crabs, the lobster and all that stuff. Oh, Big Easy style. Creole style. Cajun style. All the recipes coming down from the Parker family. Harry Parker, the proprietor. 17 years in Creve Court. About seven years in Edwardsville. So now, what do they got over there? Well, everything is good. I can't believe as big a menu as they have that they will make it easy on you and post it for you on the website. And that is Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Get to the restaurant, the website, and boom, you know what you're going to get when you go into the restaurant. You know exactly where to go on the real menu when it's right there in front of you as opposed to right there virtually. So take advantage of the fact that if you like that food, New Orleans style, you are going to love Gulf Shores, Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Dig the Smash anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. The Smash Daily Podcast. SmashDaily.com. I tell you, I'm going to miss those guys because I'm on three to five now. Used to be four to six. So those guys would roll in like just before six o'clock, start setting up. We start yakking. It's fantastic. I'm going to miss you, boys. I'm going to miss you. But this young man right here, shall never be gone from the life of Isaac Smashington. Yes, he leans to the left, but that does not make him bad people. Right on, right on, right on. Power to the people. Power to the people. That's what the French sang as they were coming across New York Harbor, bringing us the Statue of Liberty. Power to the people. Power to the people. Go on with your bad self. Well, let me ask you this. Is is it true that I lean to the left or is... No, I, I know nothing I'm about just... the way you dress. I'm just talking about the way you lean. Right? That's, an, that's another. Yeah, that's yeah. that's another point. I would imagine that makes it difficult at times for the St. Louis Suit Company to actually fit you properly. Yeah. Well, the St. Louis Suit Company in Clayton, <laughs> on the corner of Central and Forsyth, I'll tell you something. What? They always take great care of me, yep. even though other people aren't always as as generous. Yeah. But they're great. Let me throw this at you, man. I got a wedding coming yes. up. Um, and so I'm thinking, you know, I usually wear like a nice shirt and drape it over myself and all this stuff, you know, but I think I might put on an actual sport coat. They sell sport coats along with suits over there. Absolutely. I'm there, man. I'm going to go there tomorrow. Who should I ask for? Uh, Jay or Nick. All right. I'm going. Where are they located exactly in Clayton? Central and Forsyth on the corner. I'm going tomorrow, man. I'm yeah. going tomorrow. See, see what they can do for and, me because... And, and, and don't buy like 100 ties just because they're $5. Don't do that. 
Well, you know, I mean, you're wonderful in your ties and all that, but I'm just going to wear like a collared, nice-looking suit. So I look kind of gangsta, but at the same time, look up skill uh, in relation to the actuality of this being a wedding. You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What do you think? I was going to ask you if you were the one that was getting married, but apparently not. Ah, <laughs> uh, you are my man. You are the professor. So, president's doing it. What? I, I've been in office hundred days uh, so far, and uh, here's how things are going. Speech tonight. Well, that's true, but there are so many other things going on that I it's know. incredible. We'll get to the, we'll get the other things, but everybody's yeah. uh, everybody's ranting and raving on the uh, conservative channels, uh, and even some of the uh, liberals and everybody in between that. He's doing this congressional speech, but the hall that holds like about 1,500 people is only going to have 200 people in it. And they're talking about, well, you know, we got the COVID restrictions and all that. But during the COVID, they were able to get everybody in there for the impeachment of Donald Trump. And what happened uh, that they can only get 200 in tonight? Well, I think it's pretty funny that all they're worried about is who's going to be there and, and how many yeah, and where they're going to like sit. a social event. When the truth is... That this guy, and surprisingly to almost everybody, has has developed a plan that is almost as comprehensive as FDR and LBJ. I mean, this, this you know, you compare this to the New Deal and the Great Society. Mm-hmm. This man is really spending money, coming up with plans for. He calls it infrastructure, but yeah, it's it's far beyond infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, I salute him. I don't know what his speech is. I'll see it tonight. But I salute him because he's smart enough to know not to give the speech tomorrow night because it's the NFL draft. And who wants to listen to his speech (laughs) when you can watch the NFL draft? That's what I'm thinking. Well, and I guess you'll be watching the NFL draft. That's good if you, you know, I mean. I'll watch the speech, too. I wouldn't even know. You know who they were drafting. I would say maybe resist the draft, but that's. A, <laughs> I realize that's a different story. No, but but right. but the thing about it is, is that you know you look at the Cardinals. I mean, they've won uh, what uh, uh, three out of their last four, uh-huh. and and they have been really outstanding. So I'm I'm with baseball here. That's mm-hmm. that's where I am. Well, you yeah, know that's fine. Uh, what are we uh, thirty games into 162 games and. You enjoy spending your time. I'll join a little bit later on. I'm not one of these fair-weathered friends, but it's kind of like I can do some other things until we're getting towards the end of the season. Let's see how this thing's ramping up, who gets to the playoffs, all that kind of stuff. Every once in a while, I'd be glad to watch somebody, you know, pitch and catch and home run and all that kind of stuff. Fantastic. But I got 162 games total to watch this thing, if not more. So I'll, uh, put, I'll put baseball on the back burner. To well, watch the I have NFL to draft. Switch back and forth between watching the baseball and watching the the federal investigators bash down the door of Rudy Giuliani's house. What happened? I didn't catch that. Oh, they're 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 ripping everything out of there they can get wow, their hands on. Wow, no All kidding. of his electronic equipment. Yeah, uh, they, they they were in there today, and and it goes beyond even that because if you remember, and these are crazy names from yeah, the past, yeah. but Lev Parnas. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Igor Fruman, right. uh, a couple of wonderful Russians that the, the that our mm-hmm. government is now cooperating with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, these people are are putting Giuliani and and probably Donald right behind him. Uh, 
uh, deeply into the Gray Bar Hotel. The Gray Bar Hotel, yes, indeed. Well, we'll have to wait to see uh, what that all, all comes to because we don't know what I would think. If there was anything ev- uh, evidence-wise to be incriminating for Mr. Giuliani, that would have been G-O-H-N so gone by now that there's nothing to worry about. Those people aren't exactly that smart, Smash. <laughs> I mean, that I understand what you're saying. You and I would have dumped all that. True. It would have been gone. But, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Let me, let me throw this at you, man. Well, this is a, a tough and tenuous situation, and I don't get it. Maybe you do. You're the professor. You teach this stuff to the youngsters of America, leading them to the the future that, indeed, they will control in their own individualistic fashion. So um, Andrew Brown Jr. was assessed, at least by his family, who got to see like 20 seconds of the police cam video. And I guess they haven't put it out to the general public yet, but only 20 seconds of it. And in that 20 seconds, they call what happened to Andrew Brown Jr. an execution because he was shot in the back of the head. Is that a family responding with major emotion before the rest of the legal system sees and justice can be applied effectively? Should we feel for them in a particular sort of way? Of course. But at the same time, the press is going with that definition of what happened to Andrew Brown Jr. And there's nothing been given as far as more evidence is concerned. So a better judgment call can be made. But to see that happen to a family member, it's kind of like you've got to be kidding me. And all the dude was doing was just driving off. It's not like they couldn't find him an hour or two from now somewhere. You know, they had to shoot him like that. Terrible. North Carolina is not doing itself any favor yeah. in the way it's behaving, for yeah. sure. Right. And 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 they could have, I'm sure, said to the family, "Look, we're going to show you the video, and and we're going to show you the whole thing, but we need you to just hang loose on this because we have to go through the legal process." Right. And they might have agreed to that. Mm. The problem is twenty seconds. I mean, is there anybody who has heard? that the family got to see 20 seconds and they believe that North Carolina isn't hiding something? Mm. (laughs) Very good point, you know, because that 20 seconds is surrounded by a number of greater seconds and in that could be an evidentiary evidentiary type of uh, proof that would definitely put the kibosh on this whole thing as to how the cops handled it. Yeah, and, and we don't all need to know that yet. Yeah. I mean, we really don't, because yeah. the process has to go through properly and fairly for everybody. Yeah. But yeah. but the family could have seen the tape to know what really happened. That's yeah. the first part. And the second part is showing them 20 seconds really gives the impression that there's really something bad here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then plus this whole talk about, have him being shot in the head from behind. I mean, if they shot him in the back of the head, they're in trouble. Oh, big time. And they are calling it the he was killed execution style. So, yeah, if the car is taken off and leaving, they're going to be hitting him in the back because they're all firing from the back. Crazy part about it was it wasn't a big time type of stop down, pull down, hold up the man. Just let him go. You'll catch him tomorrow. You know, just let him go. He didn't do any, he didn't murder anybody. You know, 
it, it's just let him let him go. I, I don't get it. Then you got this uh, this lady who got killed who was wielding a knife, and you got LeBron James out there bad-mouthing the cops. When the cop, all he did was save another girl's life. Hey, Mr. James, I love your basketball playing, but what if that was your daughter? Wouldn't you want that cop to shoot the person wielding the knife? Gone yeah, and I don't know what LeBron knows or doesn't know, but I'll say this. I had a very good friend of mine who happens to be the chief of police Mm -hmm. in Pagedale. Mm -hmm. His name is Eddie Simmons. He used Mm -hmm. to be the the president of the the St. Louis Black Police Union. And and Eddie really knows his stuff. He was in class today with some of my students talking about all of this. Mm -hmm. And what he said was that he has, has disarmed many people throughout his career without ever killing one of them, yeah. people with guns and knives yeah. and all kinds of crazy things. Right. And he has disarmed them safely and and responsibly without killing one person. Yeah, but if this girl's wielding a knife and she's going after this other person, you got to shoot. you got to stop them. You maybe want to maybe go on the safe side and wrestle that girl, but... Boy, if she happens to stab you in the aorta, in the side of the neck, and you're bleeding out, you know what she's going to do next? She's going to go grab that person she was going to stab originally and go stab that person. So why not go ahead and protect, serve and protect, and take the shot? Well, and I can only say maybe because I'm no police officer Mm -hmm. and I haven't the slightest idea Mm -hmm. of what would work and what wouldn't work. You never never played cops and robbers when you were a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had a cap gun. You know, <laughs> you know what well, we would be? You'd be Mel Gibson, and I'd be Danny Glover, and this would be <laughs> Lethal Weapon. That's what I'm talking about right now. Yeah. I, I, I just... I just know this. We're killing far too many black people, the police are, over and over and over again Well, then for you this got, to you, be okay. You, of course. But then you got the folks who are saying, well, how about the, the black folks that are killing black folks? How about the white folks that are killing white folks? How about the Chinese who are getting attacked and kicked to death on the curb by oftentimes black folks, but oftentimes white folks, too? It's a crazy society out there, man. You know what it's become? It's become a clockwork orange. That's exactly what's going on in society today. Maybe we all need to watch that movie again because that's the mentality that's riding over this nation. That's the mentality that's taken over. And if it takes over in just totality, and all of a sudden we got no police, we got vigilantes. That's all we got. And, man... I don't know if we can handle vigilantes because you want to talk about the police doing injustice in the way they apprehend, in the way they stop something. Vigilantes ain't going to play. Vigilantes just going to go and shoot and nobody say nothing about them because they don't want to get shot by the vigilantes. All that's fine. I agree, Smash. So fine. So here's the answer. All right, come on. Take take everybody's gun away. Give the police the guns mm-hmm. and, and, and then tell the police that they got to run those cameras. They can't turn them off, right. and 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 we can't just see twenty seconds. We got to see all of it. Mm-hmm. But but let let the police run the show out here. Yeah. Let them do it responsibly, and then sure. the rest of us get those guns out of here. Well, I'm all for you, but you know that never happened. Maybe never going to happen. Never, never, never. Maybe uh, what, what do you think about? Maybe we just give everybody slingshots. Yeah. <laughs> 
or cap guns. Or cap guns. You're a wonderful young man, buddy. I appreciate you always coming on here and enlightening in the way that you do. That's Mark Kaysen, the professor. He's on at least once a week, if not more, depending on if there's election or not, depending on what the situation might be, and always giving great insight as he does to his students on a daily basis. The professor right here on WBGZ Smash Daily with appreciation, young man. I thank you very much. I'll catch up with you on the next occasion. Thank you, Smash. Right. Boom. Smash Daily. Here, there, and everywhere. Because I is where you at. Smashdaily.com. I called my man G-Force today, Garrett Fisher. And uh, coming up next week, we're going to have us a great, great Tuesday for you. Not only talking business, and joining us will be a special guest I'll let you know about tomorrow because I'm going to build this whole deal up. And it's going to be fantastic. That's this coming Tuesday, G-Force. Now, G-Force is a wonderful young man. And G-Force's real name is Gerard Fisher, GF, G-Force, because he understands insurance and how insurance can be a force in your life in that when you are insured, you can carry on with a confidence knowing that you know you are covered. Well, it's mess. I don't know how to read all that kind of stuff. Well, look, I know you don't. I don't either. Society in general don't know how to read that. That's why you go with a guy named Gerard Fisher. 26, 27 years, he's been taking care of folks and their insurance needs, all right? Need is different than a want. We all know that. You may want this insurance, but he looks at your insurance. G-Force does. and says, well, man, you, you're overpaying right here. You don't need that and why would you want it these are the kind of assessments that are free to you when you go to gerard fisher g-e-r-a-r-d fisher gerard fisher.com take advantage of the fact that that's there for you f-r-e-e well wait a minute man you're going to try to uh, make me drop my insurance no he ain't he's going to tell you what you got what you ain't what you ain't got then you make that decision you have the cerebellum, the medulla oblongata, that allows you free thinking. Take advantage of the fact that along with your free thinking, you got a guy who is a genius as to insurance. Take advantage of him. He's there in Godfrey. Gerard Fisher, G-E-R-A-R-D-F-I-S-C-H-E-R, GerardFisher.com. Yes,
repeat, do not try this in court. Come back again. 18-year-old Penelope Soto didn't just flip the judge the bird right off the bat. She built up to it. Charged with possession of Xanax, she and Miami-Dade circuit judge Jorge Rodriguez Shomot got off to a rocky start at this bail hearing. I own a lot of jewelry, all right. How much would you say your jewelry is worth? <laughs> well, it's not a joke, you know. We're not, we not in a club now. Soon it started to sound like a scene out of My Cousin Vinny. You on drugs? Drugs? No. I don't take drugs. Have you had any kind of drugs in the, in the last 24 hours? Actually, no. And Soto had no prior arrest, so the judge set bail at $5,000. Bye-bye. Adios. But adios was a little too sassy. Come back, ma'am. Come back. The judge upped the bail. Come one would be 10000 <gasps> Are you serious? I am serious. Adios. So Soto flipped the bird. Come back again. And the judge flipped. What's up? I believe I heard you saying to... Yes, I did. I'm not going to do I, I believe you... Did you say me? Actually, I... Did you say that? Yes, sir, I did. Oh, you did say that? I find you in direct criminal contempt. 30 days in the county jail. Okay, that's fine. CNN's senior legal analyst says the punishment is on the harsh side, but still normal. She was way outside those rules, and she had to live with the consequences. Soto's public defender had no comment. Adios. Adios. The pride of America, flipping off the judge in court. Unbelievable, cussing out the judge in court. So it started out as just a reprimand, grew to a big fine, and then grew to 30 days in jail because she was mocking the judge, the ultimate mock being Giving the judge's finger, all right? Pride of America right there. I'm going to do that feature a lot. There's all kinds of idiots out there showing their, quote-unquote, American pride. Pride of America right there. That's uh, Ayla Brown singing. All right, go ahead. I got some time here. Matt Horn is a happy-go-lucky fella. Landmark Realty, all right? Out there in Godfrey. Landmark Realty, decades of serving the river bend as far as real estate is concerned. Real estate, you're selling your house. Well, you want to list with a leader. Real estate, you're buying a house. Well, you want to have opportunity to get to a house as soon as you might find out about it. Well, the best way to find out about it is go look at it. Well, I don't have time. Look at it on the website. It's all right there on the website, GodfreyLandmark.com. And you see all the pictures. And one of the things I love with these drones nowadays, you see all the pictures. Now you're going to see the rooftop. So if you see them black streaks on the roof, 
you might say, hey, I love the house, but somebody's going to have to pay for this roof and it ain't me. That's part of the deal that they can make for you because they understand how to structure real estate deals over there at Landmark Realty. So Matt Horn is the guy you want to talk to. He'll turn you on to either himself or one of his associates. They've been there, like I said, you know, for decades, 30 years or more serving the River Bend as far as real estate is concerned. And if you are looking to sell a house, because a lot of people are buying houses nowadays, why not buy yours? And with the profit you're going to make off the buy, well, you can buy yourself maybe a bigger house than what you got right now because a lot of the kids are coming back from college. You know, if they even went to college, they're coming back with families and they're moving in with you. And the attic or the basement is their realm because everybody's got different floors finished and everything. Those houses are out there. They're available for you to view at GodfreyLandmark.com. I'm Matt Horn. And my man G. Forrest, Gerard Fisher, from American Family Insurance. They're going to be joining me for a fun-filled Tuesday afternoon. This coming Tuesday, right after this weekend, they're going to be in here. And yeah, we'll talk some business and all that, but... Have some fun on the music side and on just the fun side of, of some guys hanging out. So put that on your agenda this coming Tuesday. G-Force and Matt Horn going to be joining me right here on WBGZ, The Big Z, 107.1 FM. Wait a minute, I didn't even hit the note. The Big Z. <laughs>